The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Breaking news from KXAN News. This is being investigated as Austin's 21st homicide of 2023. That breaking news, not only is this Austin's 21st homicide of the year, it is the sixth in the last 10 days. Thanks for joining us this Friday. I'm Tom Miller. I'm Sally Hernandez. Investigators are still at the scene this morning after someone shot and killed a man in Southeast Austin at the Woodway Square Apartments. It's off of Terry Road near Pleasant Valley and I-35. Police say people heard gunshots around 11 o'clock last night. When officers got there, they found a man shot multiple times inside an apartment. First responders tried to save him, but he didn't make it. Police say they detained another man for questioning and they now believe there is a relationship between the two. We're fairly confident that we do have the person uh, of interest. Austin police know this complex pretty well. Officers were just there yesterday working on a SWAT call that ended peacefully with no one hurt. Two incidents are not connected. As we go in depth on this, the last six homicides have happened all within the last 10 days as we mentioned. Beside the newest one, there is a man accused of stabbing his wife on March 14th. On March 18th, someone shot a man in North Austin. The next day, on the 19th, a man believed to have stabbed his roommate and set a house on fire. March 21st, someone shot a man off of Montopolis Drive. And then there was yesterday's homicide. Someone shot a woman off of Techna Drive in Northeast Austin. In 2022, there were a total of 71 homicides and about 18 by this point last year. The record was the year before 2021 with 88 homicides. By this point, they were at about 19. First warning weather with meteorologist Rich Siegel. A very pleasant good Friday morning to all of you. We are starting out rather quiet at this hour. We were expecting to see a few thunderstorms start to roll into the area between about 4 and 5 o'clock, but it's been a slow-moving system that has moved through the western part of the state. And right now, outside of perhaps a few showers in San Saba County, we are really quiet. Now, parts of Mason and San Saba counties are under a severe thunderstorm watch until 6 o'clock. You can see, though, uh, nothing going on there right now. The closest storms to uh, this area extend from Sonora northeastward on up towards uh, the Waco area and further into the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. So that's what's going on right now. Again, San Saba and Mason counties under a severe thunderstorm watch. And please remember, these two counties are covered by the National Weather Service office in San Angelo. Right now, there is nothing in our other portions of the viewing in the other portions of our area. Everyone in the lower 70s right now, 70 to 73 in most locations right now, Camp Mabry at 73. We're going to be talking about the wet morning and the bright and dry afternoon that leads us into, I think you're going to like the weekend forecast that we have coming up a little bit later on in first morning weather. Tom. Thank you, Rich. Changes this week to an intersection in Georgetown have some parents saying it is no longer safe for their kids to get to school. KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez finds out why that's not always easy to make happen. From about 7 o'clock to about 7.45, it's chaotic. It, you know, it's, it, it can be dangerous out here. Don so Rollish took matters into his own hands when dropping off his kids at school Thursday morning. He ended up directing traffic here at Westinghouse and Higgs Road. This intersection has changed totally. And so now instead of the kind of all the Good Samaritans stopping 
from whatever direction they're coming and letting the other car in and that and the other. Now it's completely through traffic. Gateway College Preparatory is right next to the intersection. When kids came back from spring break, the traffic pattern had changed. Thanks to a Williamson County road project, the lanes are wider and have a shoulder on both sides. But now the speed limit here is 45 and through traffic doesn't stop. With the new turn in lane, a lot of that traffic is free to go through on Westinghouse. Adam Price with Gateway said the changes have made it easier for commuters to avoid getting stuck in pickup lines. As for making crossing more safe, there's nothing the school can do. What we have been told is you have to have a certain percentage of students who are walkers to, for you to get a school zone. We're nowhere close to having that number of students. A city of Georgetown engineer was out Thursday afternoon watching the traffic pattern. And Price says the school is working with the county and city to try and get a crosswalk painted on the street. In the meantime, be a defensive driver, be cautious to know your surroundings. In Georgetown, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. Mercedes says that Williamson County tells her the city of Georgetown is going to take over the road once it's done. And the city would be the one to provide that school zone or crosswalk if possible. But the road project is not slated to be finished until early 2024. The power lines above your head could eventually be under your feet. Austin City Council approved a study to look at burying the city's electrical lines. The decision comes after last month's ice storm damaged so many trees, left hundreds of thousands without power. Council also voted to take inventory of emergency generators at Austin Fire Department and EMS stations. Several of those stations lost power during the storm. Additionally, City Council voted on adopting the Public Library Strategic Plan. That includes proposals to expanding existing library branches while building four new locations. The plan cites Austin's rapid population growth as the need for expansion. Evictions in Austin are now back at pre-pandemic levels. That's according to data collected by the research center called the Eviction Lab. It says filings were high recently with 262 from the period of February 26th to March 5th. Researchers say in Austin, the pandemic moratorium worked so well to stop evictions that when it ended, evictions jumped. But housing advocates say rental help could be on the way in the form of an anticipated 25,000 new apartment unit coming on the market in 2023. These are numbers kind of like Houston or Dallas level. Additional supply does hopefully, you know, help mitigate some of those increases and you know, helps kind of stabilize the market and meeting that demand. This comes as just last week, the Texas Rent Relief Portal had to shut down early because uh, of so much high demand. Officials say it received more than 100,000 applications for rental assistance just one day after the system opened. When we go in depth here, we can tell you Austin developers often cite red tape as one huge hurdle when it comes to building more affordable housing. Austin City Council recognizes that and passed an item directing the city manager to do something about it. It would create a technical advisory review panel and that would help streamline regulations that builders have to deal with, including looking at which rules could be eliminated. The health concern that Austin Pup Public Health is now bracing for. And the process of helping ease congestion on Highway 183 was postponed. Now we're looking at what's being done to get it back on track. Good morning, everyone. Live look from our camera over at Ewald Kabuda in Georgetown. I-35 right there looking 
like it's moving pretty well on this Friday morning. Well, Austin Public Health says it is now preparing to contain a deadly fungus that's spreading throughout the country. It can cause severe illness in people with weakened immune systems. Candida auris is often drug resistant. The agency says it is a quote, top threat. Fungus first appeared in Japan in 2009, then showed up in other areas across the world. Like drug resistant organisms, they start off in one location typically and slowly spread, make their way across the globe. So we've just watched it spread and grow more and more, but it's still not common. Although it is making its way across the U.S. right now, there are currently no cases here in Austin. The fungus can be spread through skin-to-skin -skin contact. Bit by bit, free parking disappearing from Austin. The popular spot now increasing, increasing parking fees. New bills on the Texas border. What could be changing for those who are crossing illegally? This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. A live look from the city of Austin skyline to kick off your day. Rich Siegel is in to give you an idea of what your weekend weather is going to look like once your weekend starts. But if you're heading out on the town and you're looking for parking, you should know bit by bit those free parking spots are disappearing from Austin streets. The city announced Zulker Park fees are going up, and on the weekends, none of the lots will be free. That can be painful for a lot of people. KXN's Nabil Ramana shows us the changes and explains what's driving the increases. Out on a ride. Cyclist Abe loves taking in the sights and sounds of Zilker Park. I love being on Zilker. Patrick Nix is a fan of the Great Lawn, one of the perks, a big lot right next to it. It's large enough so you know, park, easy access to get in and out, it's free. Well, not for long. Thursday, the city announced they would be adding parking meters in previously free lots. Uh, one we call kind of the AZ Morton side of our park and the other one we call Stratford Road. Zilker Park currently charges from March to September timber at most of the lots and payment is only required over the weekend, holidays and during special events. But some park goers say the free parking spots are why they kept coming back. That is very upsetting actually. It's going to be a pain to come to Zilker now. Like probably deter me from coming here. Another change, the pricing. Currently it's $5 to park, but that fee will increase to $7 a day. I think if you're traveling with a group of people, it's worth the seven bucks to, to carpool, uh, but individually, that, that's kind of steep. This process actually started years ago in 2016. As Austin has grown, so has Zilker's popularity, and the city believes the fees will help with congestion. We see increased use in the park. One of the things this this uh, change will help a little bit with this little bit turnover of vehicles within those spaces. So help increase uh, folks who want to drive and park in the park uh, will have a better chance of finding a spot. The fees will also help with park upkeep, lighting, paving lots, and any other needs. But for those who just wanted a nice day out at Zilker, well, it'll cost them. I'm sad to hear that it's uh, changing. 
Nabil Ramanda reporting for us. All right, there will also be a seasonal free weekend and holiday shuttle service every 20 minutes, 20 minutes to Zilker Metro Park from the One Texas Center parking garage. The department is working with Little League families to ensure access when it comes to game days. City of Austin has worked to free up more parking spaces and reduce idle traffic by adding more parking fees. The most recent on South Congress between Riverside and Old Torf. Earlier this month, the council approved adding fees to 100 parking spaces in the area. City said the goal is to help with traffic congestion and that the money raised will go toward proposed improvements. Zilker Park has been a popular spot for overnight RV camping. Often on Stratford Drive, the same area where the city is adding its parking fees. The trend started during the pandemic. In 2021, there were as many as 20 vehicles using this lot as a camping area. Our photographer out there still noticed people there this month, though there are signs now posted around saying there's no parking after 10 at night and anyone in the park could receive a curfew violation. Without too much effort, you could go eat at the best barbecue in the state. It is right here in Austin. Yelp compiled a list of the platform's top-rated barbecue joints in every state. Based on recommendations from its user community, La Barbecue Office says our Chavez in East Austin voted as the state's number one. Thumbs up from you? Thumbs up. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. It's one of several places I yeah, like that, to go with it's, barbecue. It's hard to say which one's the best. It's hard there's to so, there's so Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like one, one well, yeah, A, we're, one AA, one triple A. Yeah. We're very spoiled. We yeah. are. Yeah. Yes. My husband's up um, covering the horns, yeah. and somebody was telling him, you should have some real barbecue over there in St. Louis. But I thought, oh, who's saying something silly like that? Why would you say that? We have the best barbecue in Austin. Right here. Yeah. In our city, we can boast about we're number one. We are not number one with rain, however. We were no. really hoping that we would have some rain to talk about this morning, but right now it is away from us, uh, moving, thank you, moving closer towards San Saba and Mason County. You see that nice little area of pink in both of those counties. That's the indication of a severe thunderstorm watch that has been in effect since late last night. We have a few showers and thunderstorms. These are non-severe, not in our area, but closing in to uh, Mason and San Saba counties. There's some lightning with it, but there have been no reports from the San Angelo Weather Service Office of any severe weather during the overnight hours. And there is that watch again. It covers just a small portion. Uh, you saw on the map that part of the counties were uh, covered and part of the counties were not. But when the Storm Prediction Center issues its watch, it just colors in all the counties so there's no confusion. But that's where it is until 6 o'clock this morning. And then I think we're done with any potential for severe weather. A live look from the Austonian. We are reporting 73 degrees at this hour. That is within two degrees of the normal high for the day and well above the normal low, which is 53. All right, the severe storm threat after six o'clock. This is the day one outlook. It's just for general thunderstorms, but I think once we get past six o'clock, it's just going to be rain. The bullseye today, northeast Louisiana, southeast Arkansas, much of western Mississippi, and there will be the potential for some tornadic activity there through the afternoon. So as the thunderstorms progress into Mason and San Saba counties, they have a tendency to weaken, and then it's just rain 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock across the metro area, and by 2 to 3 o'clock, the rain is out. We're left with a dry west wind for the afternoon with plenty of sunshine and then we'll have some sunny skies again for tomorrow. In all the rain totals a half an inch in portions of Lano and San Saba counties and a third of an inch in Lampasas. 
This is just a guesstimation right now. And then for the rest of the area, very little, if any. And we'll deal with some gusty winds near those thunderstorms for the morning and then stronger gusty winds off of the west flow that comes in behind the front during the afternoon. We may have some gusts in excess of 25 to 30 miles an hour. Muggy meter, well, we're going to see the humid air disappear once the front comes through. And we have some very comfortable air, not only for the weekend, but into the beginning of next week. From the First Warning Weather Center, a 50% chance of storms, then rain this morning, sunny and bright this afternoon, 86 the forecast cast high and by the afternoon a west wind at 10 to 20 clear tonight very comfortable 48 to 52 in the morning sunny tomorrow 82 81 sunday with a few more clouds low rain chances with highs in the 70s monday tuesday wednesday and then a 20 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms thursday with highs back in the 80s thank you rich austin police need your help finding several suspects in connection to a home burglary Take a look at your screen here. They believe uh, this is the person responsible and say two other people may have helped this man. They're looking for an additional man and woman in their 20s or 30s. Anyone with information should call APD. There's a $5,000 reward from an anonymous donor for information leading to an arrest. And then police are offering an additional $1,000. Well, high schoolers are dying in Texas from drug overdoses and lawmakers have filed bills that would require Texas teachers to be trained to treat overdoses. These are bills that call for educators to use Narcan and other medications that would reverse the effects of opioids. The legislation also calls for physicians to be allowed to dispense the medications to schools and set training standards for all school staff. Going in-depth, schools in other states have also stocked up when it comes to overdose reverse medications like South Dakota, passing a bill to provide them through a grant program. Some schools in California have stocked up as well. And according to Political, one student's life was saved when teachers got involved. California lawmakers may also soon require schools to keep overdose reversal drugs on hand. Sidelined by the pandemic, the process of helping ease congestion on Highway 183 in Southeast Travis County is finally getting back on track. We know more cars are driving this stretch of road every day, but it hasn't been improved to keep up. As traffic anchor Erica Brennis reports, that is soon going to change. This morning, I'm sailing through, right? And I'm thinking, why is there no traffic? It's a Wednesday. A lot of people go to, to, to the office on Wednesdays, right? And then boom. I hit the backup. TxDOT spokesperson Brad Wheelis knows the struggles that drivers face on 183 in Southeast Austin all too well. That's because he deals with them every day. Right now, most of that section of 183 is a four-lane roadway. There's a, a big divided section there as well. But we know that we need to accommodate the growth not only the growth we've seen so far, but that in the future. On the north side of Highway 183, the intersection of Highway 71, there has been a 43% increase in vehicle traffic. Latest numbers show 43,000 people drive through that spot every single day, compared to 30,000 10 years ago. On the south side of Highway 183 at SH45, traffic is up 73%. 
In 2021, the count showed 26,000 drivers a day compared to 15,000 a day just a decade ago. On any given day, traffic on northbound 183 from SH-45 up to Highway 71 can get backed up. On this day, it was 20 minutes. It can easily be longer. There's a couple particular bottleneck spots where it backs up, like at McKenzie Road. There's a traffic light there. It happens at FM 812, and it oftentimes happens at Burleson Road. But TxDOT has been considering creating underpasses or overpasses to bypass all those lights on 183. TxDOT is also considering adding a lane in each direction between 71 and 45. We know that we can't build our way out of congestion, uh, but we can help mitigate that congestion. We can improve mobility. We can improve safety. Funding for the project has not been earmarked, but the environmental study is underway, and TxDOT says there will likely be another public meeting on the recommended changes this fall. If 183 South hasn't magically fixed itself and Brad Wheelis drives it every single day, then you know there is no magic wand for any of these solutions. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know if I have that much pull within the agency, but yeah, that's that's probably, you know, if, if I could if I could get it done with a magic wand, uh, it would be done. In Austin, Erica Brennis, KXAN News. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.